Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Okay, Brandon, what is happening in your brain moments before you die? Donna Sakar in the lovely discovermagazine.com brings this article, a man's sudden death, a man's sudden death during a routine brain scan has given researchers a glimpse of the dying human brain. I believe this is science, so I believe you have no wagamoka meter. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I did look up Oh, I did look up uh Miss Shakar. Uh, her name is or Sarkar, sorry. Uh, and the only comment I'll have about this, and it says more about the state of journalism in general, I liked the article a lot. I thought it was a straightforward piece. It wasn't anything that felt like it was one side or the other, so you can't really throw it on the woke or the MAGA. But Donna graduated from college with a degree yes. in philosophy, or I'm sorry, in journalism, and I don't know, something NYU. else. It, no, Marquette in oh. uh, in 2020. So I'm, I'm just saying that Miss Sharkar is about, 23 years old, which is interesting because obviously they're not paying anybody anymore. So she's a, they're all freelancers. So anyway, that's my only comment about that. But I really like the piece a lot. We really should definitely tag your, Donna. You're like, this was my favorite woke meter you've ever gave. Oh, and it, well, that's, that's great. I feel like you're being a little bit tongue-in-cheek and not being genuine, but, you know, or maybe a little disingenuous, but that's okay. Let's get to the meat. Here it is. Imagine a trailer of your life playing moments before you die. Researchers recently stumbled upon this discovery after an 87-year-old patient suffered a fatal heart attack while undergoing brain scans. The unexpected course of events left researchers to interpret the brain wave patterns of a dying human brain. Researchers measured 900 seconds of brain activity around the time of the death of the patient. Their findings revealed that the man's brain waves in the 30 seconds before and after his heart stopped beating were similar to what happens when we recall memories. In the past, researchers have Use the accounts of individuals with near-death experiences to gain insight of what awaits us when we die. These subjective experiences have had some reoccurring themes of a bright or mystical light, out-of-body experiences, encounters with the deceased loved ones, and life recall, which is characterized as a review of important life experiences. And now we know. Here's the best part about this. You have this great moment of reflecting on your life, and then you die. <laughs> it's over. I don't know if we can make the leap at this point, and even the, the the authors of the article say you can't make the leap to that you have these great moments at the end of your life. Uh, well, you let's know. just oh, what? Let's No, just assume, hold on. Though. Let me finish. Well, let's assume. That's fine. That's great. This man, it's funny, uh, which was really striking to me, that he died from the exact same thing that my mother died from, which was a, a subdural subdural hematoma, which is a stroke, but it basically uh, it cuts off your brain stem basically and so you can no longer pass signals and then your body dies right so this 87 year old man had been having some medical issues and he started having seizures he had had some medical issues they did a surgery on him on his brain and after that he had some seizures which is very common with brain surgery they had to check him they wanted to run an eeg hold you on to land this plane yeah here? i'm gonna land it don't worry they give him an eeg which is like to check his brain patterns as he as he's going through this, just to check and see what's Thank going you. on in his brain. Appreciate it. full mental, yeah, right. And then basically he died. He had a heart attack in the machine, right? As he's getting this EEG, and they were able to, for the first time ever, just pure happenstance of luck. They even say it was just absolute. I thought just you were landing the plane. Hold on, 
that they checked his brainwaves and they noticed this stuff that you sort of wanted to scuff over the top of. <laughs> so they noticed that his brainwave patterns had changed dramatically. And so for one minute. 30 seconds. Well, 30 seconds on either side. So it was 30 yeah. seconds on, on either side. So they're able to see at the exact moment of his death what's going on with his brain. And that's where this comes from is that it affected the parts of the brain. The things that lit up were the things that control memory, control sleep, all these things that were – so they're like – they're speculating that this man was able to pull back these memories at the moment of his death. That's the speculation of the article. Two things. First, number one, as I mentioned, you have this great – life transformative moments and then you die so you you just die with that okay so maybe you have a nice here's the other point of pushback because we've known you for 20 years I'll, I'll push back on what happens if you've had no great moments in your life what happens if you were born in guatemala and your life has been abject poverty then you walked all across south america to get to the american border and you died in the rio grande river Right. Well, that's my seconds, point about you saying you have this great moment in your life. You yeah. don't know what those, you don't know what memories were coming back up. Maybe it was. Well, the I'm most just saying, what if profound, you had no good, if right, you had no it, good memories? What if it was coming back up or all the, the the really horrible moments in your life? Right. Well, they would have. The researchers would have found that out. No, that's all they uh, see. That's the problem. You they tell just saw brainwaves. I got it. They got brainwaves. Yes, waves. but they didn't. But, they can't tell what the brainwaves were. There's. They saw brainwaves that affect memory. They didn't say it was a good memory or a bad memory. Well, it was just I memory. think they're inferring that. Once again, I'm not a doctor, but I'll play one on their podcast. If it was a bad memory, those probably would have spiked in some other direction. Whereas there was a mellow memory or a comforting memory, and it's didn't spike I, I, like I guess I didn't read that in the article I'm I'm assuming Once again, I'm just I think you're hoping I just I think you're hoping that's what happens oh, who's not hoping that well right but uh, that's who doesn't okay hope it's that? a science article idiot this is an article with actual science that's what makes this so profound as opposed to knuckleheads like you sitting around at the bar with your buddies going hey man I'll bet you when you die you think about all the great sex moments you've had <laughs> we think Al no dude they're not saying that all they're simply saying is that they don't know what happens, but they, for the first time ever, they've been able to check your brain so they can see the wave patterns on it. You could be spot on right. It could be good. It could be bad. The point is to the article was just looking at the science behind it because they've never been able to do that. You know what's fascinating? When my daughter was younger than your daughter is now, uh -huh. I don't know, maybe like three, like when she first learned to talk, she would go to bed every night and she would replay, she would like kind of like lullaby or sing or kind of replay the day in her in her head. Yeah. It'd be funny. I'd just go to the door and listen and she'd be kind of nonsensical saying like, and then I went to the thing. And then I went to the thing. Like I think our brain, I mean, that's the whole point of like, we're, we're, we've evolved as humans because we remember the things, some reason they stick out in our brain and the brain recalls, recalls some and not others. So it makes sense. This story makes sense from just the little brain research I've experienced <laughs> on your three-year-old daughter. Uh, yeah. Brennan, Brennan Claire is so proud to be dro her name dropped here. I think that's a very common thing. Maple does the same thing while I hear her talking to herself about yeah. her day. So I, I think it's pretty common when we sort of reflect back. They don't know how to reflect internally, so they're probably reflecting externally, obviously auditorily, kind of talking to themselves like, oh, this happened, well, this happened. You and I have talked a lot about this because we've both been fairly close to death in our life. Everyone is going to know someone that dies. We've lost people that we were really close to. And so, you know, when, when you lose someone that you're really close, not just like, oh, my uncle 
Bill died and he was 87 yeah. and I barely knew him. I did have an Uncle Bill who died right. in the last year. Right, but you but you weren't super close to Uncle Bill. And it's like, oh, that's a bummer. Everyone, No, but what I'm saying is that you know what I mean. When your dad yeah. died or when my brother yeah. died, mom, yeah. I mean, it's a different experience. And so we, yep. we think about, like, what was it like? I remember I've been at the bedside of three people that have died. And it is a profoundly moving experience every time. It doesn't matter who it is or how it is or how old they are. It's just... There's something about that moment when they when they're gone where you're like, whoa, a life just snapped out in this world. Again, it's gonna happen to all of us. But I I do hope in some small way that there is peace at that moment, that there is something that comes up in that moment. Again, this article is just saying they got uh, they were just by happenstance have to be hooked up to this guy when he died, so they're able to look at his brain patterns. Well so Someone told me this once, and it just made this like profound sense as the people that I've seen on their deathbed die. You die how you lived. Like if you you die as a peaceful person, if you lived as a peaceful person, if you are gripping your entire life, you're going to be gripping going out. And so once again, I'm not a researcher, but I, I'm, I wonder if those 30 seconds are the way you lived your life. And it could almost be like a hellish experience rather than a good one. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, maybe that is in a sense that you and I talk a lot, you know, our God Talk Fridays talk about heaven and hell and whether we even believe or not. But I mean, you kind of wonder if the construct of heaven and hell does not come from this, right? How we live our life, in a sense, we are doomed to sort of repeat those things that we've done. I like to think that everyone is going to have the opportunity to make amends at that point, but it's really interesting to me. So you got these brain waves, you got this electrical energy going through your brain. You've got a heart beating. It's pushing blood through there and you have consciousness. You're thinking about whatever's going on in your life, your kids, whatever. In this moment you get all that consciousness comes back. The question I would have, and they did say this, that death is, Oh, is the greatest mystery. We don't know what happens. No, but I'm like, does this consciousness just fade out? And I actually I just don't think it does. I don't think it's possible for you to take in the energy of the universe and then just like, oh, that's it. Kick the can. That's it. Done. You know, I, so I, I you mean like, as in most people's theory, like when you die, it's over with and right. done. Dirt and nap. That's, it, that's it. You're done. Black, black. And then you don't, you have no more consciousness. It's over. Like when you go to sleep at night, if you can't remember what you dreamed about and you wake up, you have this void in time. And not think, really, like, not for old men like you and me, because we wake <laughs> up every hour. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they swollen prostates. But yeah, I, exactly. I think that I actually get some pretty good night's sleep. I'm, I'm very fortunate in that way, humble brag. But I... Well, uh, just to add a little bit to your theory, because everything is eternal. Like, that's science. Like, they right. know that everything gets used. Again, the, the universe is infinite in that it's fixed. Carbon, you know, you die, you right. become soil, you're stardust. So it's... Everything, the system is set up that everything's eternal on this side of it. So it kind of makes sense that whatever's on the other side, you're still there because the system is eternalness. Uh, obviously, I think a fear of death is a natural thing, right? I, I, I think lots of people are afraid to die. They're trying to extend it. Like, I, I know the moments where I felt like most vulnerable. It's, it's a very scary moment. Like, you feel wow. like your plane's going to crash. You're like, oh, this is it. But I think at that very moment, for me, there's also a level of excitement about what's next. And, Ooh, and you know, wow. and I don't want to leave my family, but I, I guess for me, I look at it and say, man, wouldn't it be really cool if I got to not have to worry about 
being with him forever and I actually got to be with him forever and it wasn't with all the other constructs of life. I don't know. It's well, just there's something very positive in that to me. I definitely had a little bit of revelation about this idea too. And I think the normal thought is you die and then you got to wait until Maple dies to be with her again eternally. But that's not it, right? I mean, it could be you die and you're with everybody all together right. all at once. Right. And you're not like waiting 30 years for or looking down on her life and watching it till she gets to you. Right. You might die and we might all be there living at all times. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that to me is probably more more likely what it is. Again, we, we're just speculating and mythologizing hey, on it. But come on. I, I do think that there is something about it. I really appreciated this article because again, you know, you think a lot about we don't like to talk about death in this country. We don't like to grieve, but there is, guess what? We're all going to die. So it's worth talking about. I just want to mention this um, because it's Oscar season. The Oscar nominations are coming out. Already? There is a fabulous, yes, coming out. There's a fabulous movie called Everything All at Once, All at the Same Time. It's by that, she's kind of an Asian karate movie gal. Oh. It's a really bizarre movie, but it's this great idea of how we I feel like you will connect with it if you watch it of how I could have lived different lives and that they could all be going on at the same time. Right. And she's kind of playing this sliding uh, universal. Doors. It's, but it's, it's more complex than that, but it is so beautiful how it gets tied back. It's a great movie. Some, I know my wife's going to see me like that was too weird, but it's beautiful. Just how the universe and it all maybe kind of ties in ish together. Well, your wife's going to say that because she doesn't like, to expand out into the universe. Everything, all at once, all at the same time. I believe I have that, right? Anyways, yeah. Is great. it in theaters now, or is it streaming somewhere? It is in theaters, but I feel like you can stream it. I think it was on AMC. It's great. Go see it. And all that's right. it, Brandon. Thank you for letting me teach you about the movies you need to watch. 